these kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Something. <laughs> Saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. Saber's hungry. You'll stay out of the basement. I must have your beautiful hands. Oh, it's tomorrow. Happy tomorrow. It's already tomorrow? Yeah, you tuned in to tomorrow today. Wow, that sounds like it makes sense. Yes, it makes a lot of sense, just like the story we're going to talk about today. Oh, cool. So this is our second story. Welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. Yeah, for sure, girl. Welcome welcome to Deadcast. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. This is my brother, Daniel Montgomery. Hey, we're guaranteed to give you a major case of the bumps. Goosebumps, that is. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. We love you. Um, this episode We're is... grateful to all of you for all your love. Thank you for all you do. This is the second short story in More and More Tales to Give You Goosebumps by Earl Stein, special edition number five. Ten spooky stories. Last time we talked about the haunted guitar with good old Memphis Willie and Gertie the guitar. And Who today, could ever forget? I'll never... An elephant never forgets. Um, well, t- today is Tune In Tomorrow. And yes, it is. The, are you, if you guys are ready for a stupid good time, then crank it up, kick it back, and fuck it all. <laughs> this is one of this is one of the only stories in the book that is a, not a first person narrative. I which is which is a stupid detail that I always like to point out because I have no life. I howled like an old wolf. <laughs> I cackled like an old witch reading the story. That is also true for me. Yes. Okay, so let's just get into it. I'm sorry. I know that we're supposed to wait till the end to read the first paragraph and last paragraph. Can I just, can I honestly read the first page of this? Can you just read this whole short story? See you tomorrow, Elizabeth called over her shoulder. Lauren nodded. Same old time, same old place, same old (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Elizabeth laughed. She and Lauren always said goodbye that way. They would see each other tomorrow. They were best friends. Elizabeth hopped on her silver 12-speed bike and sped home. Every now and then she waved to a neighbor. Everyone knew everyone in Westgate. Westgate. The typical American town. That's how this starts off, you guys. Hilarious. Hysterical. When Elizabeth gets home, she's a little late for dinner. And it's at, what she knows is at 6 p.m. every night. Same time. Same place. Sorry, Mom, Elizabeth said as she raced in through the front door. I was with Lauren. I just spaced on time. I don't know what you two girls talk about all day, Elizabeth's father grumbled. Boys is my guess, her mother teased. What else do 12-year-old girls talk about? Oh, Mother, please, Elizabeth groaned as she sat down at the table. She (laughs) poked at her meatloaf and spinach. It's the same old meatloaf and spinach every night. She gives a little bit to her, the family dog, Baron. You see, Elizabeth moved here six months ago from Philadelphia, leaving all of her best friends behind, like Mary. And that hamster that they shared. Lucky. The next morning, she wakes up and it's raining. A major tropical storm. That's hot. So Elizabeth has to stay home. I'd like to pause for a second. 
a lot of these, all these, we didn't mention this last episode, but a lot of these short stories seem to take place in vague summer. Yes, it's a, it's a very summer, end of summer, school's coming back, splash around kind of story. It's a real story. summer read. I know, I really like it. Anyway, um, it's a tropical storm, so Elizabeth has to stay, stay home. Boring. And her mom says, well, why don't you write a letter to your friends? Yeah, your stupid old friend Mary. And Liz goes, nah, I'm just going to go to the living room to watch some of the boob tube. So she turns on the TV and a TV announcer says, coming up next on Looking Toward Tomorrow, 12-year-old Eleanor hears from someone she left behind. And Elizabeth says, hey, I never heard of this show before. A new soap. Not a bad way to spend an afternoon. So Elizabeth sits down to watch a TV show called Looking Toward Tomorrow starring a girl named Eleanor in the short story called Tune In Tomorrow. (laughs) Got it? So Elizabeth sees on her TV a blonde girl who is... (laughs) A blonde girl is sitting in her living room on this TV show. And that girl says, gosh, another boring day in this dumb old town. She flips her ponytail and says, nothing ever happens here. And Elizabeth's like, boy, can I relate to Eleanor? As she sits in her own living room, flipping her own pony. On the TV, Eleanor gets up, goes to the kitchen to pour herself some fruit punch and looks at the clock. And Elizabeth's like, huh, why does she keep looking at the clock? What is she waiting for? Elizabeth is riveted. But Elizabeth is kind of thirsty too, so she goes to her own kitchen to get a glass of juice. And then she comes back to watch the TV. On the show, Eleanor's grandfather clock strikes, startles Eleanor, and she drops her glass. And slivers of blue and white crystal fly everywhere. Isn't this TV show riveting? Just then, while watching this, Elizabeth feels something hairy and warm on her leg. Yikes! She drops her glass of juice and it shatters everywhere. It was barren under the couch. Dumb dog. On TV, Elizabeth sees that, um, or hears, Elizabeth's watching Eleanor and Eleanor's doorbell rings and Eleanor goes to answer the door and it's a strange looking man with beady eyes looking through her storm door with a dangerous twisted smile Uh uh-uh too scary he says i'm your new neighbor this pink letter came to my house instead of yours hope it's good news and elizabeth says out loud fat chance everyone knows letters never bring good news on soaps just then elizabeth's own doorbell rings and there's a stall there's a small There's a small man in a black trench who's standing at her door and says, I'm Joe Trent. This is a purple letter that came to my house instead of yours. Hope it's good news. Elizabeth's starting to think that's a little strange. Hmm. Everything I see happening to Eleanor is happening to me in a little bit of a different way. But she goes back to watch TV and Eleanor is reading the letter on the TV show and Eleanor screams, oh no. And then the episode ends. (gasps) Elizabeth is like, oh my god, what is the letter about? I might as well open my own letter right now. And she does. It's from Mary, and this is the letter. Dear Liz, summer here is pretty much the same as always. I went to the art museum yesterday and watched the tourists run up and down the steps like Rocky in the movies. 
Boy, did they look stupid. I know I promised I would visit you this summer, but Kathy Morrison asked me to go to her place at the Jersey Shore. I hope you understand. P.S. Lucky escaped from his cage last week. We looked all over, but we didn't find him until it was too late. I buried him in the yard. Sorry. (laughs) That's the letter. That's a letter from her good friend, Mary. Hilarious. (laughs) Hysterical. The next day, it's still raining. And that's okay with Elizabeth because there's another episode of Looking to Tomorrow. Looking toward to... Looking to... Looking toward... Toward... Looking toward tomorrow. Looking toward tomorrow. And she can't wait to watch. Toward is hard to say. Looking toward tomorrow. Um, Elizabeth's mom says, you know, you shouldn't watch those type of shows... You know, those type of shows are about things that never actually happen. And Elizabeth says, I don't know, ma'am. This one is very realistic. The TV episode starts with Eleanor reading that letter, but we don't get to find out what's in the letter because we hear she hears a bang and a thud from her basement. And Eleanor runs downstairs to the basement, and just then there's a commercial break. Oh, great. Oh, no. Elizabeth's heart is pounding. She says, oh no, what could it be? What could it be? When it comes back, we find out that the boiler has exploded in Eleanor's, in Eleanor's basement and that her mother is, is down there covered in debris and is dying <laughs> and says, where am I? And looks at Eleanor and says, do I know you? And Elizabeth laughs out loud. Oh my gosh, only on TV would something as stupid as something exploding and covering your mother and then her losing her memory would happen. Dumb, dumb. And then that's the end of the, that's the, end of the four minute episode. Yep. Then, it's kind of weird, but Elizabeth hears a thud from upstairs and a scream from her mom. And a big crash and she's like, ma'am? She runs upstairs and she finds out that a tree has crashed through the bedroom window and her mom is there covered in debris. She, uh, Elizabeth freaks out, calls 911 and calls her dad and waits with her mom while the ambulance comes. And her mom says, where am I? Do I know you? (laughs) At the hospital, Elizabeth is like, all right, all right, all right. Something's going on here. Tries to bring up the TV show. Um, to her dad. She's like, Dad, you don't understand. I'm watching a show and it's happening in real life. And he says, no, 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 honey. Why don't you go stay at Lauren's for a while? Mm, I don't want you to be alone, you know, in this rain. And with your mom who who's lost her memory. And so um, Elizabeth goes over to Lauren's house and she decides to tell her everything. She says, okay, I know this sounds crazy, but I'm watching a show called Looking Toward Tomorrow. And it is about a girl named Eleanor. She's 12 and she hates living in a small town. And Lauren says, wow, that sounds really good. And then ugh, Elizabeth's like, Lauren, you don't get it. You don't understand. But but ugh, Eleanor's mom, soot in the basement, lost her memory. Then my mom, Tree, and lost her memory. And Lauren laughs and says, that's crazy. Only on TV. Your mom will be okay. And Lauren... Elizabeth says, yeah, well, we'll find out tomorrow at 1 p.m. And Lauren's like, oh, is that when the test results come back for your mom? And Elizabeth says, no, that's when Eleanor finds out what happens to her mom. And then I'll find out what happened to my mom. And she's like, all right, girl, you're crazy. So the next day, Elizabeth's dad calls her and says, visiting hours for your mom are at 1 o'clock. Can you be there? And he says, she says, um, sorry, I, have, I can be there at 2. I have to watch Looking Toward Tomorrow. <laughs> So the episode starts with Eleanor pacing, waiting for her dad to call about her mom, when all of a sudden there's a bark. And just then, Baron barks. That's weird. 
Eleanor goes to to her door and opens it, and an angry Rottweiler attacks her. And then Elizabeth's TV turns black. Like it turned off or something. What? And Elizabeth's like, no, no, what happened to my sweet Eleanor? And she bangs on it, bangs, tries the remote, and nothing, nothing's happening. So she calls Lauren and says, Lauren, have you been watching? And Lauren says, yeah, actually, when I turned to Channel 6, all I got was static. Elizabeth says, this is bull. And so she she calls the cable company. And when they pick up, she says, can you give me the number for Channel 6? And they say, there is no Channel 6 in our system. What? Elizabeth says, excuse me, that's impossible. I've been watching Looking Toward Tomorrow on Channel 6 all week long. I'm sorry, we don't have a Channel 6, the woman repeated. Elizabeth's hands are shaking as she hangs up the phone and says, and then she hears a noise outside, coming from outside. So she goes to open the door and... Let's read the first paragraph and last paragraph of this book. So we've already read the first paragraph. So here's the last paragraph. Don't do it! I shouted at the TV. My friend Lisa clicked off the set. Doesn't she get it? Lisa asked. It's going to be a vicious Rottweiler at the front door. Lisa sighed. I thought life with Elizabeth was going to be really good, but it's just another stupid soap opera. Yeah, I agreed. Why are people on TV so dumb? (laughs) What? That's it. I'm sorry. What? I love it. I love it so much. It doesn't make any sense. I love. I loved every second of it. I was kind of like throws all like just total sense out the window. I feel like you can hear R.L. Stein laughing as he's. That's what I meant when I was saying. I was like when he was writing these stories. I think he was just like sure. Yeah, something like this, and just like cackling his way through it as we were cackling reading it. So yeah, the whole it was a TV show within a TV show within TV show. Yeah, but doesn't really go anywhere. It's like Goblin's Glare. Goblin's Glare. Goblin's Glare. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to tuning in to tune in tomorrow today. Or tonight. Thank you for looking toward tomorrow today with us. You can look toward us online. You can you can look toward me on Instagram at Matthew underscore Scott under Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery or my Twitter is iRobotUJane. And you can look toward me, uh, Daniel X Montgomery on Instagram, Daniel Montgomery on Twitter. I just want to give a little quick shout out and say thank you for your emails. Yeah, you can email us at welcometodudcast at gmail.com. That's right. Hey, Jackie, thanks for your sweet note. Hey, Thomas, thanks for the sweet tip. Thanks, Thomas. What's good, girl? Um, We will be coming at you next with live bait. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. Life Bait is so ridiculous. Life Bait is a Tales from the Crypt Keeper episode. It is. It, all, it pretty much literally is. That's what that actually yes. is. Yes. Yes. It's just, it's just, it's going to get dumber and more fun. Keep keep looking toward tomorrow and catch us online, but you can't catch us on Channel 6 because Channel 6 doesn't exist. That is my favorite thing. What? My favorite thing is, I'm sorry, no one's ever lived here by that name, like yes. kind of thing. I like... I like, my favorite thing is, but there's never, there's never even been a Channel Six. I like, there was a Channel Six, but it died. It died seven years ago. Tonight. Tonight. That's what I like. It makes me think of Channel Zero. It does make me think of Channel Zero. As you well. know. Yeah. Maybe Channel, that. Maybe Channel that's Channel where Channel Zero got its idea. Maybe that's where Channel Cove got its idea. Yeah. You can thank Arl Stein for that. Yeah. Did that give you any ideas, you guys? Well, keep looking toward tomorrow and yeah. tune in next time. All right. If, if you, you dare. dare.
Today, 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 today. 